grind it up and for peak. I'm marketing the tether now. It's hard. I'm it all. I'm fucking my mind to it. To it. Hit me in the darkness. I'm a shine push. My life is on the right track. Just had to fine tune it. Started up my own company. Now it's time to Number one, you gotta stay the same. Number two, invest it all and make it back. Double up with your whole team in the playback. So many from the street that we got to get back. Hey, I'm taking bacon in the Dominican. Feeling like the words with the ring. We finna win again. I asked God, give me favor while I started. David, what up, dude? What up, everybody? Tune in, tune in. Now we headed out to Oceanside, Miller 25. That's the first time I felt the live before I had to drop it. Always had the driving side. Cha-ching team, my tinky with ring bling. I'm shooting up for the stars that be shot as a green bean. The rolly is rose gold. Built the supreme team. Yeah, self-made boss, no move unless I say so. I'm amazing. Call me young Jeff Bezos. On the toe, I got a caseload. Long nights and day go. Thinking where the day go. Look at Jan on the podcast. Oh, yeah. that verse. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of it before? <laughs> get, 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 get. We got Mike Williams on here. <laughs> Sponsored by Patrick Dalcourt Productions. <laughs> Jan is in the building. Jan, what up? Cater, what's going on? Yo, 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 what up, everybody? Welcome out. We are doing a Facebook Live, and Hello? we're going to uh, have the privilege. You got to mute yourself, Mike. This I got you. I muted you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got my <laughs> oh boy about to have a full phone call. All right, so welcome out, everybody. We are live. Uh, we got Mike Williams in the building. Um, me, myself, Nathaniel Dwayne. We're gonna talk some real estate, then we're gonna talk um just some life stuff, man. Things that's happening. Welcome out to everybody that is on here. Merrily, what up? I see you. Sham, I see you all the way from Arkansas in the building. Cater, my good friend, my brother. How are you, man? And then my one of my head managers is on here. Jan, what do you do, dude? Uh, until then, until Mike is ready to, to tune in with us, I will be your host, and I will be talking. Listen, guys, if you have any kind of questions as well as entrepreneurship goes, maybe you have... You know, anything going on inside your life, maybe it's self-development, personal development, shoot those questions on the side or inside the chat. We will see them. Um, I am going to be picking Mike Williams' brain today in regards to, like, his success and different things that's taking place. Um, obviously, he is on a phone call right now, so he cannot answer me. But um, if you're rocking with this and you're excited to hear an interview with Mike Williams, show some love on this Facebook live, give some hearts, give some thumbs up. If you're tuning in, 
while he's doing that, I'm gonna play some music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While we wait for Mike Williams, Kevin Cully is in the building. Should we do a giveaway real quick if you know this song? Artist and song. <laughs> you ready to go? Let me unmute you. That's the deal. <laughs> What up? All right, cool. You're back. What'd you say? Cater, my bad. I had a deal. I, I had to pick it up. I couldn't ignore it. <laughs> my bad. I had a deal. I had to I had to pick it up. Was it was it a good call? It was a good call. Yes, a good call. Um sent over his email, agreeing to the figures, and um we're gonna send it over, get it signed, and get that get that thing inspected. All right, perfect. Obviously, that has to do with real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that has to do with real estate. But I mean, we're not gonna. <laughs> Good job. That man go... got the bell. Yeah, man, in the office. Here, <laughs> that that the, um, the what do what they call that show? The final bell on CNBC. Yeah, the final. <laughs> you gotta use that for when you get deals. All right, I Mike. So I'm gonna just spit some stuff at you, man. You feel free to answer. Um, I know I said we're gonna talk about life and real estate, right? But I'm gonna ask, I feel like some are very, very vital questions that I feel like everybody should be in for. Um, this is obviously off the cuff. You weren't you weren't uh, expecting this, we didn't plan this, we didn't have no conversation about it. I literally just called you and said, Yo, let's hop on live. So that's the best way to do it, right? Yes, so sir. my first question for Michael Williams, Mike Williams, sorry. My first question. I want to ask you, man, is what do you think the what do you think is the top two reasons why people quit when it comes to entrepreneurship? Why are what are the top two reasons you believe people quit? Ooh, probably most people quit because, you know, they. Because the, str the struggle is real, mm -hmm. right? When, when you get into entrepreneurship, it's different from. Uh, going to a nine to five where you're assigned your hours, you're assigned what you're supposed to do. And if you don't do them, you get you get fired. So you get kind of put under pressure. Uh -huh. What a lot of entrepreneurs don't do is put themselves under pressure. You don't give themselves that type of um, that type of discipline for their own business. And they end up saying, you know what? I'm not getting results fast enough, not realizing that they're not doing enough to mm -hmm. get results fast enough. So most people quit because they just can't get through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. It's painful. Most people just rather wake up and be told what to do. And I get it. That's easy to do. You know, they get the check every two weeks. This is what it is. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to stick with entrepreneurship, you got to get up every day and you got to do what you need to do, knowing that you might not make no money today. Mm -hmm. But what you're doing today is going to be uh, is going to allow your tomorrow to be a little bit better. Right. Because mm -hmm. once you once you put in that foundational work, right, once you put in the legwork, eventually everything will, you know, be 10 times better than any job but they, they can't see that long distance. Okay. I can go on about that forever, but I'm sure. <laughs> I, I get asked that question a lot and people, you know, they ask me, they say, you know, uh, why do you feel 
you know, most people quit. And I think, I think the majority, I feel like the reason why most people quit is because there's no endurance there. And I feel like success loves endurance. Um, and I feel like people join businesses and do businesses for all the wrong reasons. And so like, if you just, if you start a business just because you solely want to make money, um, you should really just get another job because that's right. going to give you money every time. Right. right. So right. You don't gotta, you don't gotta wonder if you're going to get money or get a check. Cause it's going to come every single time. So if right. you start a business, I think you have to think, why am I starting a business? You know, like what is making me do the business that I'm doing? What is making me move the way I move? And so I think people join businesses and they do things with no vision. And mm. so the only thing that they have is like, yo, I'm, I'm joining, I'm giving you my thousand bucks and I want to make a million dollars. And then it's like, yo, what do you want to do with the million? Right. Shoot. I don't know. I just want to be rich. Right. But what is it? What is that? What does that look like? What is that? How does that feel? Right. So there's like no feeling. So when people ask me, they're like, yo, why do why do most people quit? It's because they're not built for this. Right. And entrepreneurship is a, one hell of a ride. And you don't know what ride you're getting on every morning you wake up. You don't know yeah. if it's going to be a fun one or you're going to be a scary one that goes backwards and you think they're thinking you're going to die. And Real so tough. entrepreneurship is like going to Six Flags every day. And not knowing what ride you're about to get on, it may be <laughs> you're about to make money and it's your favorite ride, or it may be that ride you were scared to go on, but all the homies is going on, so you got to get on it too. So yeah. it's like you just never know, you know. And I think that's like the number one reason why people quit is because you know lack of vision. They don't, they don't, they obviously don't know. You know, like for me, there is no option of quitting. Like there is no. Oh, go just go get a job and you know make ends meet and go get a little apartment and try to be like that's not realistic to me. Like that's not happening no more. Um, so I think that's where that comes from. But I'm going to my next question again. This is a Patrick Dalcor production for those that want to know. <laughs> but anyways, uh, my next question for you, man, is what does hunger look like? What does <laughs> hunger look like like for you? Because you're like my best friend. I see you work. I didn't see like it's not many people I see do what I do, which is like implement as fast as me. And you can sometimes move faster than me. And I watch and I'd be like, God dang, man, what the hell? <laughs> but uh, what is hunger? Like, like if someone was like, yo, Mike, I want to do real estate. You know, I want to do business. I want to I want to be an affiliate marketer, whatever the case may be. What would you tell them? You know, hunger is hunger you know what i think that people i can get a little deep with this but people got to think about you know like me being african-american right you see on the back of my wall i got the honorable marcus garvey i got we du bois i got booker t washington coming in a few days booker t washington walked 500 miles to just get an education mm -hmm. right that's hunger right he walked 500 miles to get an education wasn't even sure if he was going to get accepted mm -hmm. To get the education and he he walked 500 miles gotta know they told him no he couldn't get the education that he wanted mm -hmm. so he stayed in a room cleaned the room all night cleaned his classroom all night long they came the next day they saw the classroom and they was like wow they touched it wasn't wasn't a lick of dust wasn't a lick of dust in the entire classroom they said you know what we change out we, we we change your acceptance we're going to accept you this college based on his work ethic that's what hunger is Mm -hmm. If you aren't willing to do what other people aren't willing to do, mm -hmm. you ain't hungry. 
right? Mm-hmm. If you ain't willing to spend the money, if you ain't willing to figure out how to get the money, you ain't hungry. If mm-hmm. at night you can't sleep right because you're so focused on, on this project, you're so focused on the task at hand, you can't even sleep. Mm-hmm. That's hunger, <clears throat> right? Right. And until you get that type of feeling every day, you ain't hungry. Facts, facts, big facts. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give a great example of hunger for me because. My boy Patrick Dalcor is next to me, right? And shouts out to him for putting together my studio and everything. This guy, right? We used to go to his house and we would play video games when we were younger. And Patrick would ask a question. He'd be like, yo, you guys hungry? And we'll be like, yeah, no, not really. We're chilling. We're chilling, right? And you will look behind you. This dude is gone, right? You're in his room playing a game. You don't want to go outside because his parents is out there, right? And He's gone. He's at the taco shop. And Patrick would come back, right, with a full-blown burrito or a full-blown pizza just for him. Like, he's laughing right next to me, but this is a true story, right? And then he would, he would come back, and he would be like, you would look for him. You'd be like, hey, bro, you mind if I get a slice? He'd be like, man, what? Like, you said you wasn't hungry. <laughs> he, would eat, he would eat the whole box of pizza by himself. He was the first person I've ever sent, met to eat a whole box of pizza in my life. And I say that to say people that are hungry, they can delay their appetite so that they can eat with others. People that starving are going to eat without anybody. Right. And so many people that join businesses like you get in because it sounds like it's a homey thing. It's a community thing. But really, it's a legacy thing. Right. And so you have to separate from the whole mentality of I'm doing it for the homies and with the homies or the homegirls or whatever you want to call it, I'm I'm doing it for my, my legacy, right? Because mm-hmm. friends ain't going to do it for your legacy. They're going to do it for theirs, right? Mm-hmm. That, those kids and, the, you know, your mom and your grandparents and all the things that you're trying to do it for, they don't feel that fire that burns to want to help them like you feel it. And so when you join a business, you can't join it for the community fun of it. You have to join it for the legacy. Right. So when you say, you know, hey, I want to get in and I want to get these contracts. I want to flip these contracts. I want to be able to, you know, buy different properties in all these different areas. You have to want it for yourself and for your family, because even if you join a collective group of people that's doing it, they're not going to do it for you. (laughs) Right. So every morning when you wake up and you say, hey, I want to do real estate and I want to, you know, I want to wholesale these properties off. and I want to do different things. You have to genuinely say, am I hungry or am I starving? Because if mm-hmm. I'm hungry, I'm going to wait for everybody else. But if I'm starving, I'm going to eat regardless of what you do. That's right. You the homie. You, the, you I don't I don't say I don't rock with you, but I'm going to eat regardless. Like Patrick was eating a full-blown pizza without us. <laughs> He's laughing, but it's a true story. Like, I can't make this up. I used to be like, yo, this dude can for sure just walk off and go grab a whole box of pizza and come back, son, and not care if you eat or not. But you know that's how you're supposed to be built. Hey yo, if you guys are getting some value, uh, give me some hearts, give me some thumbs up, man. Mike Williams is killing this thing. Galcor is in the building. He has me dying because these are true stories, and I'm not. Here's my next question, man. I know, I know. For those who are watching, they probably don't know that you're doing real estate. I know because I'm like I said, I'm like your best friend, and I've been talking to you every single day. And mm-hmm. we've been grinding and we've been, you know, we've been doing this thing. Um, 
You've made a lot of segue very fast, <laughs> right? You've made a lot of segue very fast. And I remember, man, the first, the first call we were talking about, you setting your stuff up and I was like, yo, son, this dude done pulled so many lists. He's <laughs> crazy. Uh, how is this different, man? How is the real estate game different from what you've done? Because you've been around way longer than me. So you've seen, you know, the different waves. Because I think, which, 09? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've been around, I'm thinking of Jermaine. 08. 08. Yeah, you're 08. Jermaine 07. So obviously, you done seen different things come and go. You was around the blog days. You was around... The uh the little gift days that you guys were doing, all these different things that I heard stories about when I wasn't around. I came around 2014. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. what is different, man? What's different about what you're currently doing versus what you've seen? Real estate will turn you into a man or a woman, <laughs> right? It'll make you grow up. <laughs> real estate oh. will make you grow up. Because right. you, you think about real estate and you know outside of buying your own place right mm -hmm. and you know everybody got dreams of owning property mm -hmm. right and you know having rental properties and everything but you never really think that one day you'll be calling somebody mm -hmm. and negotiating a price far lower than the market value <laughs> right <laughs> and, and and you know somebody who's owned a home and and in the beginning you're like damn i'm kind of that's kind of disrespectful in a sense right <laughs> you're looking at because you're looking at the numbers like should i really ask him for that right and then right. you know the first, the first couple of times you kind of antsy but then after a while you're just like you know what i gotta get this bread i i didn't invested too much time energy and money into this mm -hmm. you're getting on the phone and you said listen right i know you want xyz but based on my numbers it ain't happening, right? That's the type of confidence this mm -hmm. industry will, will will develop in you because you just learn. It's it's you're you're buying and selling buildings, mm -hmm. property. Like mm -hmm. just think about that. We're not talking about affiliate commissions, you know. We're not talking about MLM uh, leads and and MLM uh, uh, business partners. We're talking about buildings, houses. Mm -hmm. You're negotiating that based on the information. And the coolest thing about it. Is you, you can learn it in a very short period of time if you're hungry, right? Mm -hmm. If you're hungry, if you're consistent, mm -hmm. you'll learn it. But it's just it's just different as far as you know, not have not needing to worry about you know if I'm going to have to coach somebody today or somebody knocking on my door that paid like ninety seven dollars to get into a business and you know they're losing their 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 mind because you know they can't grow the business. You know what I'm saying? You're talking to somebody about big figures and they get it. It's a very adult-like conversation, and that it'll really change how you are about an entrepreneur. Because I, now I look at my consulting business, so I look at my affiliate marketing business, and you just have a different perspective on how you're going to talk to your clients, how you're going to talk to your students, mm -hmm. um, because there's just bigger. There's there's a lot there's there's a lot of what's the word there's a lot of there's bigger fish in the pond right and real estate is definitely a big fish there's, <laughs> there's a lot of fish in the pond <laughs> you know some, what I'm saying some are uh what do we call it gold like what are they called gold uh there's some more goldfish and then some are whales <laughs> what I can say you know, I, know, you I, I like the way you said that man I think I think for me um I always had like this perception. Like our perspective, I would say that real estate was like you gotta go to school, um, mm -hmm. you gotta get a diploma for it, you gotta like take mm -hmm. these tests, you gotta walk around and show these houses. Like mm -hmm. that was like really wasn't it for me. Like I don't mm -hmm. like driving, so the thought of driving around 
showing these properties and then these cats be like yeah i'll let you know i was like i wasn't feeling it but i think when my boy shouts out to Quinnell bash dixon who put me on and then shouts out to my mentor max fish as well um when he first told it to me my first question for him was yo how the hell are you doing real estate with no money i'm confused you know and it wasn't like a diss but it was just like what kind of houses are you out here buying <laughs> and um when he told it to me and he, and he broke it down i was like yo what the send me the video send me the link <laughs> all right? Right, right i got right. on the call with the sales guy i sold the guy on the program right and he was like man you should work for us i was like that's that's a that's an insult don't disrespect me like that ever <laughs> <laughs> but long story short i end up you know purchasing it but i think what's so different man and i think um i love internet marketing you know i love what it's done for my life i don't know if it's done for me but i do feel like you know real estate turned me into a man you know in mm -hmm. a sense and and when I, what I mean by that is the perspective that I have in entrepreneurship is way different. The way that I communicate, the way that I treat, you know, the way that I treat, the way I've built my team, the way I've built my staff, um, the way that I execute, the way that I move, um, it, it's changed me as a person. And so when I say like, oh, real estate changed my life, <clears throat> I'm not saying, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not saying financially because I don't made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, I'm saying it's changed me as a person. And because of that, don't get it twisted because I just had a deposit today and I got a couple more deposits on the way, right? Well, look out for those posts, but don't get it twisted because the money is for show there. Yep. It's the effort that we put up, you know what I'm saying? And again, I don't want to disrespect no company, no business, no this, but I remember putting in all my effort to make a $25 sale a day. I remember those days, right? I remember selling everybody hard to make $50, mm. right? talking all day long right and then you get into the game like this and you're talking to somebody that wants to get rid of a house they haven't been to in five years mm. right they don't even know what it looks like they don't know if there's squatters in there or animals right and they're willing to sell it you know give me an offer ten thousand dollars cool send a contract right and, <laughs> you know, and there's an investor and i think this is what's the dopest part because investors need you right yeah. even though you're the wholesaler they need you because they need opportunity and yep. you're creating opportunity. So really you're, you're, you're helping so many different people. When you think about it, you're helping the seller, right? You're helping the buyer and then you're helping the, the, the escrow uh, company, the title company. So because of your deal, three different people are getting paid, right? And so you're adding a benefit to the world, which is what I love the most, but you take that contract for 10 grand and then you come around, you get an end buyer at 20 grand. You know, you just made $10,000 for the same amount of efforts, which is what I love. And I was like, man, I'm sold on this thing 100%. And now I'm like a thousand percent in, not even a hundred. I'm a thousand percent in. And as you guys can see, we done revamped our whole office. We done redecorated. We're not done yet. Um, but we done turned our whole business into this. And it's one of the, it's literally the best decision I've ever made. <clears throat> Out of everything that I done done, and I done made some great money. I done made some amazing money online. Trust me. I done done a million in three weeks. I done had 100K months. I done done some good stuff. But feeling wise, the feeling, the happiness that it's created, the drive that it's given me has been the best feeling I've ever had in anything that I've ever done. And so I think that's what's dope. Um, now, guys, if you guys are getting some value from this, give us some hearts and some thumbs up. Also, if you have any questions, please type them in. We could see him on the right hand side. Alex, what it do? Ashley, what up? Um, my next question for you, Mike. I know that 
this business is the first business where you've ever been able to do something very special, right? And <laughs> I love it. I love it. I absolutely love Monica. So <laughs> I'm absolutely a fan and I think it's dope. Can you tell me about the experience, dog? Because I think this is dope, man. And I'm a fan of Monica. I think she's dope. And literally, when she got on the phone yesterday with me and she started just throwing them numbers, I was like, yo, whoa. <laughs> you know, she she knows what she's doing. So so holla at me, man. Talk to me about that. So um, both my wife and I have all we've both been entrepreneurs for a long time, but we've always done our own things. She's had her boutique. I've always had my internet stuff. Uh, she uh, she has her show now that she's doing with her sister. We've always done things separately, um, always supporting, but also mm -hmm. separately. But now with real estate, um, I've always known that my wife has been passionate about it. Mm -hmm. uh, she, I mean, she watches those shows all the time and she could spit different things out left and right. Uh, but her too, she didn't realize that, you know, we could get into this game um, and not have to invest so much money. Mm -hmm. And that excited her, right? So I gave her a training to look through and she started ripping this training. Like my, my wife is an educator. She has two masters. She has an EDU. She is smart, right? Mm -hmm. So now she's going through these courses like in, in, in a day, stuff that takes me weeks to get through. She's getting through it. Boom, boom, boom. Right. And, we're both, and we're both here in the office. Like traditionally, we're not both in the office all the time. We've been in the office every day, both of us. Um, I'm at this desk. She's at this desk. She's running numbers. I'm on the phone. I'm running the sales team and the marketing and she's killing the numbers. Like cause she understands it. Like it just came to her. Right. But both of us together, just flowing off of each other's energy. I mean, it is amazing. And now I know what it feels like to really be, you know, a power couple. Like I've seen that you've, you've heard that 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 term before. You've seen people on the Internet that call themselves power couples. But this is it. When you can uh, get in line on, with the same vision, working on the exact same thing. I mean, right. everything changes. The conversations in the house changes. Everything drastically it, intimate intimacy changes. Right. Well, talk to you me. You know what I mean? It, it all changes. It's <laughs> all on one accord. You know, right. One and you're focused, you know what I mean? Nothing matters but our goals right. right now. For the first time, I feel like we have our goals. We got goals, but now we got our goals and it's real, you know, and I love it. And I love to see her, her grow. And I, I want nothing more than for this to be a ridiculous success just on her behalf, because I know how passionate she is about real estate. I know that she wants to get into flipping. I know it. I know it. I know it like I know it like the back of my hand. So it is always amazing to just see her just do her thing and make this thing work. Because I believe that if it wasn't for her being my partner, I wouldn't have been able to catch on as quickly as we did. I wouldn't have been able to uh, get as much results as we did in two weeks without her by my side. So yeah. I, I love it. So if you got you got a significant other and y'all want to be together long term, mm -hmm. find that thing that y'all can work on together and really flourish. Yeah, I think I think what's dope is the the phone calls that I've that I done seen when you know when you video when we video call and she just take the phone. Hey Nate. I mean so this house, you know, the estimated value is this, but the ARV for the property is this. And honestly I think it's bull crap, man. I think it needs about 20,000 repairs. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you are a beast, right? But I think that's dope, and it's a strong asset to have. Um, Shouts out to my assistant, Joanna Sims, who 
who literally is the right hand to my business and she handles everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to closings and it comes to, you know, putting these properties in escrow, when it comes to dealing with these clients, like we lost a deal today and she literally told the woman on the phone, you know, in a nutshell, you got another property you need to sell because we're going to sell that one. We got some issues going with this property, but you want to sell us another property. And so we're in the midst of making another offer on one of her other properties. And she's a monster. And I've learned, like, you need a, you need a strong team in this, man. Um, there's a lot of moving parts and it's mm-hmm. a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember my first day, you know, me doing this and I saw, you know, how long you're on the phone. For one, I saw how long you'd be on these calls. I went to bed at like four o'clock, man, afterwards. But it was an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. I love, I love, I love, I love that, you know, you and your wife have partnered on this. I love that she is a beast. Like I'm talking monster. And I still remember the, day, the first one that ever, the day I ever tripped was when I called you and she was like, yeah, I made an offer through text. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Did you talk to him? No, nah, I texted him the offer. <laughs> Straight like that. <laughs> Yo, you are gully. I love it. I love it, man. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, guys, if you are getting some value from this Facebook Live, do me a favor. Throw some hearts and some likes on here. Uh, Mike Williams is kicking some amazing knowledge. Um, I have another question, man, I want to ask you. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you deal with talking to sellers on the phone. Obviously, you didn't have some crazy conversations. And all I can think about is that picture, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. But um, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that on this on this one. Um, what can you say, man? Like what what has that experience been like? Like talking to all of these sellers, if you had to just round it up into one conversation, what would you say your experience has been with just talking to the sellers that you have talked to? People think they know. And they have no idea, mm-hmm. right? They think that their property is just everything. And they think that just because the house across the street sold for a certain amount of dollars, mm-hmm. that their house is going to sell for the same. Mm-hmm. But bro, you, you ain't updated your house in 15 years. How would you expect right. to sell like the guy across the street? So it's like they think they know, but they really have no idea mm-hmm. about what you, you know what their real estate market is like. You know how their their properties are priced, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about just you know you can't just look at that. Well, my you know that house across the street sold for X Y Z. I don't know why mine's can't. I'm gonna tell you why yours can't. Right? <laughs> falling off, bro. Oh my god! I had a conversation like that today with a seller, man. To do <laughs> so, Joanne was on the phone with Lee. She had me call, and I get on the phone with. I'm like, well, you know, obviously all offers go past me. I'm the manager here. Um, again, we want to make an offer on this property. And she goes, yeah, um, I want, I want, I want 72,000. I said, ma'am, that is 20,000 above retail on your property. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I know, but it's worth it. I said, ma'am, when was the last time your roof was done? And she said, 15 years ago. I said, excuse me. <laughs> she, said, <laughs> she said, 15 years ago, ma'am, you will not be getting nowhere near retail in this situation. And um, but yeah, you're right. Sellers don't know, you know, and sometimes they say the most craziest things, you know. And one thing that I've learned, you know, is an eight out of ten to them is a two out of ten to me, right? (laughs) A nine out of ten, and you get there and you need a whole new kitchen, bathroom, roof, floors, driveway. (laughs) 
you know, I'll be wondering, where's the nine at? Where'd you get the nine from? So a nine out of 10 in some people's perspective, I, I didn't told my team, I didn't train my people to say, whenever they tell you eight, nine out of 10, think of it as a three, think of it as a four. <laughs> Do not get excited yep. because, you know, a nine out of 10 to some people is scary to, to other people. And so I've had that situation, you know, happen to me, you know, numerous of times. And like you said, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be stern, you know, with these people and you gotta be, you gotta be able to tell them the truth. You know, yeah. uh, shout out to Frankie. Who's on my team. He always, he'll be the first one to tell a seller. Did you know your house is not worth that? That number that you, how'd you come up with it? Just inquiring minds would like to know. He always be doing stuff like that. And you know, these sellers, <clears throat> sometimes they tell you, sometimes they get frustrated. So I think, I think that's another good thing too, man. My next question for you is, <clears throat> I know, I know you guys, attended real estate events in Virginia and you did different things. Um, what's the goal, man? Like, are you guys going to buy apartment complexes, you know, a year from now? Um, what, what, what do you, what do you, what are you thinking? What's your rental portfolio going to look like? Nice. I love it. So, you know, learning more about wholesaling is definitely a cash game, right? Mm -hmm. It's definitely cash. You can get cash fast. And uh, my wife and I, uh, we want to eventually start buying and flipping. Uh, to the point where we can record what we're doing, mm -hmm. um, have our own little YouTube segment, uh, you know, buying and renovating and reselling the property. Uh, and then we want to lead into obviously getting into apartment buildings, three doors or more, uh, and just keep growing, you know. So the ultimate goal, you know, talking about five plus five plus years from now, I should ha I should have about 4,000 doors. So that that's exactly what, you know, the end game would be to have as many doors as possible so we can have that residual income, um, building the legacy. Now, now that I can pass on to my kids, right? Yeah. Whether they, whether they want to be lazy or they want to be go-getters, I can pass that on to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's awful. So that's the, that's the ultimate goal. Definitely for us working more together, doing something as far as the show wise is concerned, because that is very exciting and just to get more doors eventually. That's dope. That's dope. I had the privilege to speak to a, a seller before, who had 30 properties and I was like, man, that's a lot. He said, he said, well, 12 of them are already taken. I gave them all to my grandkids. He says, when they turn 18, they'll have their own rental already. That's bringing in cash flow. And he's like, and I'm selling the rest. So whatever you want to pay me for the rest, we can work out. I was like, man, that, that is, that's an amazing feeling. I think for me, man, uh, my first goal is going to be September, uh, September. We're going to bring on a transactional manager. And a lot of these deals that my VAs are bringing in and my acquisition team and inside of the office, um, my transactional manager is going to be responsible for buying three to four deals a month um, here. And so I think that's going to be a dope goal for us is that we're going to start buying our deals, you know, in September, three to four deals a month. We may start at one, depending on, <laughs> we start at one, um, depending on how these contractors want to act virtually. <clears throat> but I think we're going to do that. All right, so I got one more last question, man. I'm going to let you go because I know we've been on here for a minute. Guys, one more time. If Mike Williams is dropping value and you guys are enjoying this Facebook Live, give some hearts and some thumbs up. Uh, if you're a woman, hearts. If you're a man, thumbs up. Let's follow those instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike is making everything worse. <clears throat> All right, my last question, man. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we, we went through a lot going through this coronavirus and obviously what the world is going through today, man. Um, I like to tell people, even though it seems like it's hard, even though it seems like, you know, this year is messed up, 
I feel like I found the blessing in all of this, which is where I'm at in life now. Um, what would you say to the average person that's probably watching this live, <clears throat> might be discouraged, might not know what's going to work out for them, may, may not know what to do? Like, what, what do you feel like that person should do? Take a risk. You ain't got nothing to lose, right? The world just showed us we ain't got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Every, everybody was rocking and rolling. The market was high. I mean, we were eating out. We were enjoying life. And just in a, in a, in a matter of two days, the whole goddamn country shut down. Damn, the, the whole world just shut down. So here I am having a good old time. And you're going to tell me it shut down. Mm -hmm. Right, so everything I work for, right? That that new job you just got gone, all these things gone. Take a risk, follow your dreams, right? You you mm -hmm. got enough time right now to you should have been figuring something out. And if you had and, and if you had and if you didn't figure anything out in the last two months, sit down tonight and start figuring some stuff out, start learning a new skill set and start taking a risk because we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Everything will not be perfect forever, but the bottom line is once you have a skill set that nobody can take away from you, you are winning. And if you understand this real estate game, mm -hmm. up market, down market, you are winning, mm -hmm. right? Up market, down market, you are winning. Mm -hmm. So this here, this is the cash game that you must get involved in and work your butt off at it because it'll pay for so many other dreams and it will definitely prepare you for the next pandemic or tragedy this country decides to, you know, face so that you can simply, you know, keep, keep going, keep moving forward and not have not, yeah. you know, like this, this, this pandemic, right. In my household, there was no pandemic, right. I felt bad at times because we going in and out of the house, buying groceries after groceries and groceries, you know, not a care in the world. Cause we okay, right? We okay. We learned what we needed to learn. We get, gained the skill sets that we needed to gain. So when those moments cut came, we was all right. Life, life, life is business as usual, you know. And mm -hmm. I felt really upset that a lot of people weren't didn't have their stuff together. Right. So just remind yourself of how the last three months was and how important it is for you to get get yourself together. And create and, and find a skill set that's going to allow you to always be winning, whether whether the country is burning or not, you're still going to be winning. That's real. I I think I would end it with saying, is either you're going to do something or you're not. Like you didn't have things taken from you, you didn't see everything in the palm of your hands be taken away from you, and then you didn't seem to tell you how much your job was worth and how much they're going to pay you for your job, right? Yep. So. The moment someone dictates the income you can make is the moment you should realize you should create your own. Yeah. And so I just say that to say, you know, with everything taking place in the world today, go create, man. Like we weren't, we weren't created to just not do nothing. So go be creative. If you want to be a gardener, go be a gardener. If you want to do real estate, do real estate. If you want to be an affiliate marketer, be an affiliate marketer. Right. But in all, everything that you do, just create no excuses. Just go create and stay away from bull crap. I think that's my biggest last line. Mm -hmm. Stay away from bull crap. Mm -hmm. Other than that, man, this was a good live, guys. Shout out to Mike Williams for coming on here, crushing it. Thank you guys for coming on. We are out of here. It is a family affair. Peace. <laughs>